Greeting you with the holy words, peace. This is Super Sunday. That's right. And uh, and the VP, most valuable player, is Johnny Fields. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's see, right. John's gonna get it. See, you got yeah. And uh, I hope you all are good teammates. A little three-year-old. She's sitting back there. Right there, a little three-year-old came up to her pastor and said, I got my faith clothes on. And the mother was looking, I said, I wish some of the 33-year-olds would get it. Three years old. That lets you know how important it is to get your children to Sunday school or to church. That's That's what it's all about. It lets you know how important that is because if you get it at that age, you'll make it. All right, if you, if you lose a fight, you're gonna be upset. If you got into a fight, you'd be upset and you try to do everything you could to injure the other team players. That's right. You see? And a lot of people, we're getting too casual with Satan. We're acting like he does not exist, but he exists. And his job is to destroy all he can destroy because he lost the first one and he's going to lose the second one when Jesus Christ comes. And so we need to know a lot more about the enemy. You need to know the enemy. And that's why Pastor Fields teaches the way he teaches because we go to church and get the feeling good. You want to go to church, get some information. That's right. And then once you get the information, then you can feel good about the information you have. When I pray, I pray to God, when I get knowledge or read or study, I pray to God and said, give me the spirit of wisdom to put what I've heard where you would have it to be in my life so that I can have a stronger and better Christian walk. That's right. That's right. Because it's, it's pretty obvious. You don't have to really go very hard now in the pulpit preaching, teaching, because you can you all see what's going on in the news at every age. You see, at every age, I mean, chaos, stuff flying around in the sky, you know, I mean, people breathing stuff, folks can't get water, and yes, in certain areas of the town. All this stuff is going on. We got uh, suicides at its highest rate, and it's really one of the highest rate, I'm just gonna say this because it's real, of suicide now is African-American men. Yes. And so what's going on? You see, Satan is alive and well on earth. That's right. That's right. And we need to just admit it. He's alive and well. Uh, in Revelations 12, 7 and 9, it talks about a fight that happened in heaven, a fight that happened. It was a fight, all right? And a war broke out in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, which we call Satan. And the dragon and his angels fought back. So there was a war up there, That's right. you see. And uh, a lot of times when we get, we get confused, if Satan is bold enough to have a war in the presence of God's angel, well, you know he ain't, he's going to have one here. That's right. That's you right. see, and we need to understand that, you see. And, uh, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. You would be upset if you lost your place. 
right. at anything. Jesus. Yeah, he's upset because they lost, he lost his place in heaven. Now, you want to remember that. Everybody gets all confused with this. Satan was created as a beautiful angel. Yeah, he was Lucifer, and he was a beautiful angel up there, and, and he thought everything was good, but then he said, he got pride got in there, and then he said, I want to be the most high God. You see, he wanted to be God, right? right. And so uh, he got upset, and so he's down here, so he can't be the most high God in heaven. He's down here on earth trying to do what he couldn't accomplish down there. That's right. All right? That's right. And the great dragon was what? Go ahead and read, please. Hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. So what is he doing? He leads the world astray. And he's, but we can look at, we have never in the history of this country have so much chaos in what we call the White House up there, or the government. I mean, you can be, they taking anybody up there. You, I mean, you can lie and steal and everything else. But we need your vote. We'll let you stay. Well, come on here. Yeah, you see, and these are supposed to be the leaders of the country. So he's the leader. If you can get confusion in the, in the White House and the government and all that stuff, then it's going to affect who? It's going to affect the other folks. That's right. That's right. He's, but he's upset, and he's doing a good job of, of taking care of his kind of business. Go ahead, please. And then it said he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. So he ain't by himself. He's got some angels with him. You see, that's why we are in a spiritual warfare. You see, people don't want to talk about angels, but if you read the scripture when Jesus was at the, at the Garden of Gethsemane, right? And after he, he got through and said, Lord, let thy will be done, who, in, who came and ministered to him? The angels came and ministered to him. You see, so, you know, some people don't want to believe in that today, that they're, they're not angels, but if you want to believe that Satan's got angels, you better believe God's got them. That's right. Right. You see, there, there are things that's happening in my life that I, it had to be an angel Amen. to get me through it. You see, there was a time when I, I wasn't this guy that you see, and I will never forget it. It's in the 70s. It's very important I say in the 70s. Uh, and, and, and I was driving, and when I, I was driving, and when I woke up, I seen this big old sign saying Smithfield. <laughs> yeah. We talking in the 70s. Come on here. Don't get all, y'all know the deal, right? All right. And uh, they, I didn't know they called them blackouts or something in Nashville. You see, but I got turned around and I lived on 37th and Wayne. Are you, are you with what I'm talking about? You see, but it was the grace of God knowing who he was going to use further on down the road. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. But, uh, the, uh, but Satan was, you know, and I had to stop all that. Whole con- I was taking a whole lot of stuff, just kicking it, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing of it is, Satan also probably knew that I want to kill this guy. Because if this guy gets saved and God, the father, because he's still the father, you see, uses him, then they're going, no, so I want to kill him. So there's been many times, that was occasion, one of the occasions in my life, but there have been many times in my life, folks, amen, there's been many, many, there's been many times in my life 
that uh, Satan was trying to kill me. Right. Amen. Uh, uh, and there's times, you see, but the angels were there to protect me. That's right. Uh, and y'all heard that, so don't get cute. <laughs> so what we've got to do is we've got to get educated on how to live. That's right. The hard problem is we're not educated on how to live, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's nice to hear about what David done. It's nice to hear about what they just said, but they ain't here. That's right. You see, you here. That's right. He's not mad. They whipped him, but he does, he wants to destroy you. Everyone, everybody look at me. Every one of you in here has got a calling. I'm not talking about pulpit ministry. I'm talking about everyone's got a purpose and a calling. That's right. That's right. You see? And 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 sometimes you have to go to an uncomfortable place. He sends you to an uncomfortable place because he's qualified you to be able to get through what you need to get through. That's right. So a lot of times people quit a position that they shouldn't quit. I've heard people say, Brother Isaac, well, the Lord gave me this job. Well, then all sooner or later say, well, I'm going to try to find another job. Well, no, God got you there for a reason. And when you walk away from that, you call somebody else to miss their blessing. Are you with me? And so we understand that we got, we in a war, Satan is alive and well. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6, and let, let us, let's get a lesson here, okay? I'll be reading from the King James, and it says in verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the See, flesh. we walk in the flesh, but we don't do what? War after the flesh. We don't at, war after the flesh, all right? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The weapons of warfare are not what? Carnal. Us. You can't whip him with, with carnal weapons. That's right. This is a spiritual warfare. Yeah. And you cannot whip him with carnal weapons. Wow. All right? He's a spirit. Right. You all know that. Yeah. You see? And remember, he was an angel. Right. Are you, and then he has an army. That's right. All right? And so if you go out there, and many of us have tried it, we've tried to do things with medication. And I'm using not everybody. Stay here. Say not everybody. Not everybody. There are some people that are getting help. They think it's mental help, and they're doing everything they can to put them on medication and all that stuff. They don't have a mental problem. They have a spiritual disorder. That's right. And we have to be able to discern and figure that out. That some of it is a spiritual disorder. Some of it, yes, is emotions and things that happen. Are you with me? Yeah. And so, if it's a spiritual disorder. You can, you can take all the pills you want. It ain't going to work. That's right. You see, this is what happens when people commit suicide. And I hate that. I hate that. How many lives, good people, strong people that have been very powerful, that got to the point where the medication didn't work, the finance didn't work, and the only way they thought was out was to take themselves out. But it was a spiritual disorder. That's right. Okay? You all understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. You need to ask yourself sometimes, what am I working at? What's working in me? Is this something spiritually working in me? Or is this an emotion? It's a difference from a spiritual warfare than some, and then an emotional thing. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay? Again, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So the weapons are not carnal weapons, Okay? But they, they, we have a mighty, mighty power in the Holy Ghost to tear down what? Strongholds. That's right. 
Pastor Fields tries to tell you all, hear me, if Satan gets a toehold, then he wants a foothold, and he'll turn it into a stronghold. That's right. Do you understand? So when, and I'm talking about you. Uh, the, when he's knocking on the door and you discern that he's there, then guess what you need to do? Don't look through the peephole. Don't, don't, don't put a crack. Because if he can get his toe in, next thing to do is once he's foot in, and the next thing you know, you got a stronghold. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is why we need to get off people who are going through certain situations in their life. You see, yes, there, there are certain people, they didn't have anybody there, they didn't get the education spiritually, and then they go to like drugs and alcohol, all these type things, and we down those people, but we could be the problem because we weren't there for them. Because they got a stronghold. You right, remember that, toehold, foothold, stronghold. Don't look, don't open the door to him. You see, all right? Again, pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations, okay. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. What he wants to do is he wants to, he wants to wipe out the knowledge of God. One of the worst things, I can't think of the percentage now, but Christian, a lot of Christian young people, they go to college and they have their classes that denounce God. And these people have been in church all their life. But the power of the devil was stronger than their spirituality. Happens all the time. I've seen, listen to me, get up here. I've seen powerful women that could be very good in their life, but there was something missing. And they called it loneliness. And they thought somebody would come in and take away that loneliness. And yes, they got that somebody that came into their life and it ripped them away from God and stole their spirituality. Yes, right. it happens all the That's time. Right. That's right. It happens all the time. Do you know, here's where we're confused at. Satan doesn't go out in the street. He got them folk. He comes to the church. That's right. He is upset today about this message because he doesn't want you to know First of all, what your problem is or situation is or what your circumstance is. Uh, he, he hates that. He doesn't want you to know that because he knows that if you find out what it is, you're going to pray and God is going to move it out of your life. Sheesh. That's right. Sheesh. You see? But we got to understand that. No, you hear my voice sometimes and you got to pray about it. Say, I don't want this. Is this a toehold, a uh, foothold, stronghold? Pastor was teaching you that. Because you ought to know. You got common sense in here. It's going to, he's going to come after somebody. That's right. Somebody's in here. That's what he does. That's right. Do you know the Super Bowl is going to be great if the Chiefs win, right? right. Then, then all of the abuse in Philadelphia of wives yeah. and children. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Right? If Philadelphia wins, then the abuse is in Kansas City. That's right. That's right. A lot of abuse happens on this day because people are drinking and now they're betting. That's right. And somebody's going to... Somebody's got to lose. That's right. And when they lose, they're going to be angry. And then they've been drinking and angry. They take it out on somebody else. That's right. Do you understand what I'm trying to get you done? You see, so we've got to start getting educated enough, so strong and so committed and so dedicated to God that when he tries to slip in, we can discern he ain't the right one. That's right. She ain't the right one. That's right. 
I don't need this job. God's not ready for me yet. That's right. You see? Are y'all with me? Because some things, come on, let's be honest, look, in, in the flesh looks good. It's like gold. Gold is pretty, but there's something called fool's gold. That's right. So you better know if it's real gold or if it's fool's gold. Come on here. All right, and, and some of you all in here can witness to this. You've done it. You, you, you picked out things in the flesh. Amen. And you paid a weight of a price for it. You see? And some people stayed in it and watered it. To, well, maybe it's going to change. No, they're not going to change because Satan's got a what? He's got a stronghold on them. That's right. That's right. And you can do everything you can, but until they submit and give their life to Christ, it's going to be the same. That's right. Are you with me? Verse 5 goes on to say, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so what are we supposed to be doing? Bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. You know what you can tell somebody's after the fool said, no, I'm not following you. I'm going to be obedient to Christ. You see, because what, what Satan wants to do is get in your thought pattern. That's right. That's right. You see, people buy something because it looks good. You see, and then find out they can't pay for it. Well. Folks buy houses. They can't pay. I tell young people when they're getting ready to get married, do not get, don't let your first house be your, your, your dream house. <laughs> you see, you understand what I'm saying? Come on. We're talking about life over here. Yeah. We're trying to deal with life over here, life's issues over here. Yeah. You see, I like it when the church I came out here out of called me a life lesson. Says, no, they call me Brother Johnny. Brother Johnny gives life lessons. Right. You see, and that's what I'm about. You see, uh, you know, Moses is good. That's a good story. True. But Moses can't help me now. That's right. You see, Moses had a staff, right? You see, so, but Moses' staff doesn't help me now. But God's got a staff of wisdom and discerning that will help me now. That's right. Do you understand right. what I'm talking about? Right. All right says in verse 6, and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. That's right. I don't have to speak on that. You know what that's all about. Obedience. Who you, let's look at me. Who are you obeying? You're obeying Satan, his angels, your flesh, or you're obeying the Holy Spirit? You got to ask yourself that. You can't compromise. It has to be one way or the other. You understand what I'm saying? You, we use it. They're sitting right now. There's a bunch of guys on two different teams going over, yes, what they're going to do. That's right. You see? And the team that is most prepared to function the way they've trained and what the head coach is doing, that's the guy that wins. That's right. That's right. You all know that, right? Yeah. You all know, what's, what's his name, Andy Reid? Yeah. Andy Reid is more important Yes, then Holmes. That's right. Yeah, he's won, he, he's won before he got there. That's right. So they're going, he's going to sit there and say, this is what we have to do. And if we do this to perfection, if we do this, then we will be successful. You see? You understand that? Amen. All right. So here's the key, church. In Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10, it Thank says... You. But this about wraps it up. And so this is Paul talking, and I love the way Paul talks because uh, he talks like us. 
and we look at through the message. The guy that wrote the message called himself a biblical interpreter. And so a lot of folks say, well, uh, uh, he's changed the language. Well, no, he hasn't. This is the NIV. Somebody's got King James. It wasn't written in either one of them. That's right. Right? You understand? But God has blessed us to have people to help us to get a greater understanding of our life. You see? As I tell young parents all the time and parents all the time, don't be afraid to tell your children where you came from. You see, people want to tell where they're at. Tell somebody where you came from and how you got to where you're at. That's right. Are you with me? And then he begins to say, God is, yeah. God is strong. That's what we need to know. God is strong. God is strong, and he wants you strong. That's right. That's what the the scripture is saying. God is strong, and he wants you strong. Repeat after me. God is strong, and he he wants wants me strong. strong. That's what it's all about. That's why it's so hard to get to church. Boy, Satan puts all kinds of stuff in your way to get to church because he doesn't want you strong. You want to hear a secret? America doesn't want you strong. They can't make no money off strong folks. They want you to stay weak. And they develop things to keep you weak. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's it's amazing to me that uh, uh, I think it's 30 seconds these commercials are going to cost what? Seven million. Seven million million for 30 seconds. You see? But it's, they think it's worth it because they're going to probably grow 70 million. That's right. That, yeah, that's a lot of money. 30 seconds. You see, 30 seconds, seven million, and you all, and they, they're not giving you anything. Pastor Fields comes up here in 40 minutes, and I won't give him nothing. You see? You see? I am glad that uh, the Super Bowl comes, or the other the Super Bowl comes once a year. Yes, sir. But super Christians are the same all year long. Right. Right. You understand? All right, because you know, you know that all you football fans, we all know, we know more than they know. You know, man, he should have caught that ball. Amen. Who's he throwing at? Come on. You see? You see? Drop the ball, still making 10, 20, 30 million. You upset with some pop with some popcorn and some chicken wings or whatever you did with. You know what it's over here, right? Look, nobody loses the Super Bowl. Both. Both parties get paid. That's right. That's right. What kind of Christian are you? Super Christian. What kind of Christian are you? Super Christian. Who told you that? God did. That's right. All right. And that's what I do here. I want you to be super Christians. You see? And once you become a super Christian, the critics get big time because the critics don't want you to be super at anything. But Satan is a liar. 
That's right. We are super Christians, and we have superpower because we are super Christians. That's right. All right? But here's our task, church. Take everything the master has set out for you. We're going to take everything, everything the master, everything the master set out for us. Well-made, well I got your well-made weapons out of the best, best material. We got the best weapons made out of the best material. We ain't going to lose. You're going to watch your game. Somebody's going to lose. But you done won. Sitting here this morning. You see? Pastor Fields was throwing them balls. Y'all was catching them? That's right. That's right. You super, sir. See, you dancing in the Holy Ghost. You see, they got to make up a dance. But when you're dancing in the Holy Ghost, you just dance with the Holy Ghost. You feel good about it. So powerful about it. I demand my this congregation, visitors, you in it with it, because you should you came, so you get the same whooping everybody else gets. I, de I demand everyone take a look in the mirror and see a super lady and a super gentleman. It's on you. You see? That's right. That's right. God made me that. Look at me. God made me that. And I'm not gonna let my flesh or any other person's flesh, living flesh, take it from me. That's right. All right. All right. That's why we're told in verse 11 that we have to put them to use. We got to do what? Put them to use. That means you're going to, well, sooner or later, you're going to be in a fight. That's right. Sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with life. You see, there's no place in the Bible where it tells you life is easy. You see, you have to deal with life and trust God. You understand what I'm saying? And, and sometimes it's, it's uncomfortable for us to do that. But we need, you see, we need some ex examples for us. Doesn't Isaac look good today? Amen. He's sitting beside his mother today. Because his father has got a kidney stone floating around in his body and told him, hey, I may have to get up out of here. I told Jason, now, if you see me battling, I get, get the wheelchair. You know, because his father went and got it, MRI, what you call them things? CT scan. CT scan. He has two spots on his spine. Okay? They don't think it's cancerous. But I was, they're telling me, you have two spots on your spine, but we don't think it's that. And there's some age in it. I said, you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and you're having muscle spasms, and you've got the kidney stones. You understand? I, as long as I can walk and talk, yes, I'm going to be standing here. Yeah. Period. Period. You see? I'm not going to allow my body, my flesh, to tell me what I can do and what I can't do. Period. Now, if the Holy Spirit would have told me to stay home, I'd have stayed home. I ain't crazy. But, uh, well, my wife might say different. But anyway, <laughs> you see? You see, and some of you all sometimes say, you know, I don't know if pastor should do that. God has anointed your pastor to show you that everything is not a stop sign. That's right. Period. You see? That's right. I brought my car along. You see, I don't wear it. I told the guys, that I'm trying to be a priest today, got my car on. When I come in with that purple one, I'm bishop. Right. Having a good time? 
learning and growing. Satan is a liar. That's right. You have the power of God within you. Let it come forth. That's right. You see, let it come forth. All right. What scripture, man? Eleven. Okay. He says again, and put the weapons to use, so you will be able to stand up to everything the come devil on. throws your way. I'm able to stand up for everything the devil throws your way. You've got the material, spiritual materials. God has got you at a point in your life that when Satan throws things at you, you say, that's, that's, that's your best shot. Look at him and say, oh, come on, dude. That's your best shot. Bam, knock him out. Go about your business. Nothing. Christians, we need to quit it. Setting up in churches with no power, powerless, because we've allowed ourselves and other people to put us down, period. You can go to church and get put down if you're in the wrong one. You see what I'm saying? We don't do that here. Are you strong? Who made you strong? Yes, that's right. Put on your spiritual clothes. Yes, that little child said it. She put on her faith clothes. That's, that's a good right. thing. Yeah. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. Because in verse 12, and it I says, want to say this again. I'm glad it was on. The weapons are the best material. There's a whole lot in here. That's right. That will tell you how to handle all of the deals that come up in life. That's right. It's in here. You see, go, just open it up. You can just open it up. Some beautiful stuff in here. Well, I'll go blad up and say Wine is a marker and beer is a broad. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I need to leave that alone. Huh? Go ahead. All right, here we go. Come on, church. This is, again, this is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget in a couple hours. Yes. This is for keeps. This is for keeps. What you're getting today is for keeps. You see? Life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. We're going to fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. But we have the equip, we're equipped to fight. Not only are we equipped to fight, we're equipped to win. God doesn't lose. And so you can't lose. Okay. It says in verse 13, be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. You got to be prepared. This is a day of preparation. You prepare. You can't handle it on your own. That's right. It'll overwhelm you. Have you ever tried to save somebody and they drowned you and them? That's right. That's right. You see? You understand what I'm saying? Well, he's my baby. He's 30. You know, she's my daughter. She's 25. No. Let him go. Let him father him. Let him father her. You can't save him. You don't have the, you don't have the right words or the power unless you come from this book. Are you learning something in here? All right. We're told in verse 14, take all the help you can get. I know that's right. Every weapon God has issued. I want, to, I want to take all the help that God is willing to give me and every weapon God has issued. Okay? 
So that, go ahead and read this. This is good. So that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. When it's all over but the shouting, he's still standing. Still standing. You see? Still standing. When you can't stand. And that's it. When you can't stand, you'll stand anyhow. Because you got the power of God in you. You see? There's a preacher once said, with the stuff I use, I can't lose. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And we need to start taking that, take it with you, put it in your spirit every day when you get up. Put your faith clothes on, your faith clothes on with the word of God and you can make it. That's right. That's Period. Right. There ain't no place in here where God says you can't. It's all victory in here. You see, I don't know. Let me tell you something. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to win. And I don't know if Philadelphia's going to win. But I do know if you listen to what this is, you'll win. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Are you with me? All right. Because truth, righteousness. That's what we're talking about. Truth, righteousness, peace, peace faith, faith, and salvations are more than words. That's right. They're Learn. more than words, people. These ain't just words. This, this is for your lifestyle. You understand what I want? You can deal with the truth. We want to be we righteous people. We want peace. Put our faith clothes on. And salvation is more than words. It, it equips you. It equips you for battle. It equips you for battle. You ready for battle? You better be ready for battle. Because something's going to hit you sooner or later in life. And you're going to have to deal with it. All right. Bible goes on to say, learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout yes. your life. Learn how to apply them, and you'll need them throughout your life. You remember my prayer? What I'm reading, getting ready to study? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I've got knowledge. Send the Holy Spirit to teach me where I need to put the knowledge in my life that I can have a better and stronger Christian walk. That's right. That's right. And then the Holy Ghost starts revealing stuff to me that's way beyond my comprehension. But it's from the Holy Spirit. Do you know how you're blessed today? You're blessed right here today. You're going to gain more than all of those folks that's cheering. We cheer God. That's right. We praise God. Man. We thankful for God. And guess what? You can be grateful for who you are because he created you to be that person. That's right. That's right. All right. Scripture goes on to say in verse 16 that God's word is an indispensable weapon. Oh, wow. Indispensable weapon. There it is. Got a weapon. This book got a weapon. There's your weapon. All right. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. We got to pray. We in what? What are we in? Warfare. But we do what? We win because we pray to an all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present God. That's right. We win. Yeah, you ought to be excited about that. This here is something you can. You can take this. You're going to win. 
It's pretty simple. You're going to win. I promise you. You'll win right here. Okay? This ain't a one-time prayer. We're told in verse 17, pray hard and long. And, and pray hard and long. Pray in season and out of season. You see, and sometimes prayer is listening. You see, some folks is up before God answers the prayer. You see? You need to start out, God, you show me what I need. Instead of telling him what you think you need. He's pretty smart. He'll give you what you need to win their battles in your life's right. battles. That's right. Yeah, he will. All right. He says, pray for your and brothers and sisters. And say, pray for your brothers and sisters. Someone member came up to me and said, Pastor, uh, the Lord told me to pray for you. And I said, wow. He had to tell you? Come on. You ain't praying for the man up in this pulpit that's teaching you? Teach. That's, yeah. I, and y'all know me. I said it just like that. I wasn't impressed at all because he was trying to elevate himself. Y'all, some of y'all in here praying for me, right? That's right. Okay. Every day. Yeah. All right, here we go. And finally, he says, keep your eyes open. And listen, you can't go to sleep. You better keep your eyes open and watch out what's going on around you. You see, now listen to me. Get up here. It's a shame that when I go to the store, I'm looking to see who's who. Come on. Yeah. You see, and I'm, Sister Gwen had First Lady talk to Eric. You remember Eric was here? And she was saying, am, am I getting too paranoid? And you know, Eric was a policeman. She said, you can't, now these days, you can't get too paranoid. That's right. Because you got to know what's going on around you. That's right. Keep your eyes open. open. Okay? And then keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind. Right. Keep or each drops other. Out. Hold on. Keep each other's spirits up. Keep each other's spirits up. Let me tell you something. There's some folk in here will tell you when it hits you, it hits you. And sometimes you can't figure it out because the emotion and the pain is so great that you need somebody else to pray for you and pray that you'd get through what you got to get through. Amen. You see, on Tuesday, and he wouldn't mind me saying this, I called him Coach English. I didn't say that last week, did I? Coach English, has, me and Coach English go back with Josie Mayweather and... Uh, I've been knowing him for close to 30 years. And he, he calls and he says, he calls me Brother Johnny. Brother Johnny, I got, I got some bad news. Of course, he had broken. And he said to me, Charlotte passed away. Here's the story. Look at me. They went on a cruise for 11 days, had a time of their life. She got a little sick, went to the urgent care. They put her in the hospital. She had colon cancer, and it didn't have symptoms. She died nine days later. Of course, I'm doing her eulogy Tuesday. What's the Bible say? Pray for one another. What's the Bible? Love one another. Do you understand what I'm saying? If I could feel like I'm feeling now, 
I want to stay up here. There ain't no pain nowhere. No pain nowhere. Because my body is, no, is not as powerful as some people's prayers in this church. So I'm getting through this Sunday. No, I feel, literally feel nothing right now. You see? Literally. You see? You think God would have me to do a message and not give me the power to finish it? You see? All right. And I'm radical anyway. God said, you want to be radical? I'll show you what radical is. You're going to go through this and you're going to be able to stand. Yeah, see? And y'all got a great pastor. Let me finish first. He don't hear nothing about your headaches, indigestion, your little bad brats. No, no, he don't, he don't. That's right. You can't handle that? Now, certain things, and if you can't handle it, God's got people in your life that can. That's why it says pray for one another. All right? My flesh was ready, and, and Jason was ready. I said, yeah, it rolled me out here in a wheelchair. But my spirit, the spirit said, no, you go do your message. He'll do the same thing to you. He ain't going to let Satan steal this message. It don't even make sense. All right? Um, am I done? Keep each other. Keep each other's. We got to pray for each other's. So they don't drop out. I want to read that number 18 again. Because I want y'all to get this. Listen to Guess, you know whose responsibility to keep and pray for me? Ours. You know whose responsibility to keep and pray for me? That's right. We Christians, we spoke, we're responsible for each other. That's right. Last, last verse, 18. Again, keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up Sometime, so that no one falls behind. Yeah, we want to keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops, drops out. out. That's your ministry as a Christian. That's your ministry as a Christian. When you're all right, don't mean that other person ain't all right. And soon as that person, we're going to pray that person up. Do you understand? God is good. Yes.